Imagine your wedding day on white marble floors beneath crystal chandeliers and exquisite ceiling drapery. Nestled on Long Bay Point Marina in Virginia Beach, the Gala 417 is a modern and luxurious waterfront wedding venue with all-inclusive packages, award-winning catering packages, and a dedicated team of gala girls to assist you every step of the way. The Gala is the perfect place to say, I do. Your dream wedding is just a click away. Learn more at thegala417.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. for joining me was it a bigfoot or a huge thickly muscled man a bigfoot creature of our growth and i just don't know tonight i have a new report from my hometown that happened only two weeks ago but first let me explain what the reports you will hear tonight have in common we're now in the winter months soon be spring And winter sighting reports are very rare. I'm not too sure why, but things seem to settle down during the winter months and very few cryptid reports come in. We do, however, get some very rare winter reports. I don't know if it's because less people are out and about due to the bad weather or are they just unfortunate enough to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. It can be confusing if you're seeing something large and bulky moving through snow or fog that you can't quite make out. The Scandinavians don't have a culture set around snow trolls for that, no reason. Snow, fog, ice can distort things. It can put things out of shape. Now, many of the Grey Man reports could be a phenomenon known as the Brotchum Spectre. But for that to take effect, you need to be miles high and away from light pollution. I don't know what our next witnesses saw, but I do know they were in areas that are semi-lit. They're on the edge of town and they happen late at night. It's not going to be a Broxton Spectre there. We could speculate for hours on whether these people are mistaken or not. 
Did they see it? Didn't they? Did they not understand? We just don't know. We weren't with them when they saw it. So, I shall share their words, as that's the most honest way to report what they saw. I've also included other reports if they happened in an area close by, which is accessible from the area of the Bigfoot creatures and where they were last seen. So our first witness says, I'm from Dundee, and I wanted to report something I saw a good while back. When this happened, I was in my 20s, maybe a little younger. Back then, I had no idea what it was. But now, I would say I saw a Bigfoot face to face. I feel like a nutter saying this to you and I've already reached out to two other paranormal researchers but no one seems to care, no one's taken me seriously. I'm convinced that what I saw was a Bigfoot. It had a pale colour to it, it was almost whitish with maybe a bit of grey mixed into the light coloured hair. It had reddish eyes. Well, I thought they were red. My girlfriend who was with me at the time thought it had orange eyes. It was huge in size. It was tall and broad and definitely not human because it was in clear view, sitting half on the path and half in the bushes by a stream at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning and the weather was ice cold. It was a winter's night. When it stood up to its full height, it was like a giant with long, huge arms. Myself and my ex-girlfriend ran off and it's been bugging me what I saw ever since. The weird thing is, a few years later, I saw a report in the paper about that guy across at Tayport, close to the Tay Bridge, who said he'd seen something like this creature too, and he described the same thing that I saw. Plus, I've heard the tales of the grey man up in the Cairngorms, and the Tay Bridge is not that far from me. But how do you tell people now that that's what you saw? No one's going to believe you, and up to now, nobody has. I had to share that with you. I didn't have anybody else to share it with. I could tell you'd seen him, or them too, when you were speaking. I've also heard growling too over the years. So that's what happened to me. It's hard saying all this to you, but I think it's important to pass this information on. Maybe this is why people go missing and are never found. In my case, he says, I feel blessed to have seen what I saw. It must have been around Christmas time, approximately, about 10 years ago. I was at my ex-girlfriend's house and our friend was about to walk home really late on her own. And I didn't feel comfortable with that, as there are some really dark lanes around here. So I offered to walk down a bit of the way. She's younger and it's quite a way to go to her house. And the area's a bit dodgy at night. My ex said she'd come with us, so all three of us set off. It was really cold as we cut through the area. We got her to come to her house safely, so me and my girlfriend walked back. As we reached the area where you come to a bridge, kind of goes across the street. We walked across the bridge, turned the corner, and there was something there. Something or someone. We could see it, sitting half in the bush, and the half on the path like he was resting. It was icy frozen ground around about two or three in the morning. So I couldn't understand what we were looking at. We both looked at each other and said, what the? Can you see that? 
whatever it was, it was just sitting there. And then it stood up. It was a huge thing. And it was looking at us very closely. The way it was standing was weird. Its arms were long and dangling down. And they were thick with muscle. It was an ape-like thing. The way I would describe it is it looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger wearing a white furry rug. It was bigger than the moonlight was. It had orange reddish eyes and the way it moved just freaked me out. It definitely was not human. So we ran back all the way across the bridge. If we could have summoned the courage to just walk past it, we only had to walk, say, five minutes up a hill and across one road and then we would be back home. But rather than go past where we'd seen it, we had to walk an extra 20, 25 minutes in the opposite direction. I did have a feeling walking down there, when well, we did it earlier, that I just didn't want to say anything at the time, but I felt like someone was watching us. I could have been mistaken, and it may have been a huge man wrapped in a white fur rug, sat half on an icy path, half in the wet foliage at three o'clock in the morning. But it doesn't make sense. It was freezing that night. And I can't see a large built man that size messing about like that. It just doesn't make sense. He would have to be out in the fields for hours on end, hoping someone would come along at half three in the morning so he could prank him. Plus, I can't forget the size of this thing. It wasn't a man. It bugs me every day. I've heard growling noises, big thuds and other weird stuff while out investigating in that area at night with friends. Now, the witness mentioned a white creature. He said white or mixed with grey kind of hair. And that's even rarer than a winter sighting. Was he white because of the season? Does their hair change colour? Or is it reflecting what is around them so they're always in perfect camouflage? Is he white all year round? There are reports in the world of humans with every colour hair known to man. And I don't see why it would be not be the same for these creatures. I'm sure DNA plays a part and also whatever region of the world they inhabit. But they seem to be seen in colours that match their surroundings. Now, our next reports are from just down the road from that earlier chat, and they happened about 10 years apart. Now, the creatures mentioned here were described as brown in colour, and reports happened in different seasons of the year to our earlier witnesses' experience. Mr Luke's experience happened in 1995. His name was Mark Luke, and he finally spoke out about his experience that happened in 95 after reading a report in the Courier. Leftovers. Or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mr. Luke stated that he saw a Bigfoot-type creature roaming the five countryside. He didn't speak about his own experience until he saw a report from 2005 in a local newspaper. Mr Luke, who is a carer, said he spotted the tall, hairy, upright figure just off the Tay Road Bridge in 1995 while travelling to Dundee. Mr Luke said, From what I could read in the courier, I had a similar encounter to the gentleman who reported his experience in 2005. I was driving back to Edinburgh at around 8am. I was on the A92 driving south in the same rough area that he was. Nothing out of the ordinary happened until I came to one point in the road and that changed. I can remember there was a forest on both sides of the road from me and I looked to my left to see a tall, dark shape standing about 20 feet away in the trees. At first... I thought it was a large man, but then it started walking and it came towards me and I knew then that it was not a man. It must have been huge. I would guess some eight to ten feet tall and he was really wide, it seemed. I was quite scared and confused, to be honest. I put my foot down fast and I carried on driving. I wanted to be away from it. I was doing about 60 miles an hour and I was not going back to look I was not going to look back or stop the car until he was far behind me. It was dark under the trees, so it was very hard to see into them. I could see his shape, but I could not make out any facial details. Mr Luke said, I'm 90% sure that they're out there. I won't ever be 100% sure until I see a body or if somebody captures one. Even seeing it with your own eyes does not make it seem possible or real. There's too many unexplained things still out there. The Bigfoot Creature Crossing the Road, Tay, August 2005. This account was sent over to me by Cliff Barrickman of BRFO in the United States. Many of you will know me from Finding Bigfoot. It happened in a very beautiful part of Scotland, less than a mile from the Tay Estuary, and close to the A92. When this witness was on the five bronze roundabout, he encountered a strange, hairy, human-type figure. The area was bordered by thick trees on both sides, and there was thick foliage. Our witness was driving home from work, and he was going down a road he had travelled many times before. This is Isagan in his own words. After navigating the five roads roundabout, I was driving home southbound on the A92 when my headlights picked out what I thought was a man standing by the left-hand side of the road. I could see his figure clearly. He stepped out in front of my car and then naturally brought the car to a halt to avoid hitting this strange individual. And this person 
was a large, hairy, ape-like creature, which turned to look at the car as I approached it. Its eyes gave out a shine, which was very noticeable, and it crossed the road in about three large strides. I felt uneasy, but I brought the car to a stop and I put the window down. I could hear something moving and crunching away in the woods. It was as if something was clearly moving through the forest. I had no torch with me to shine towards the sound. There was an unpleasant odour in the air. And suddenly, I got a feeling that I was being watched. And everything went very still and quiet. There was complete silence all around me. It was very unnerving. I then, shockingly, just continued to drive home. I didn't even realise I'd started to drive and I didn't stop until I reached my house. Thinking back, this individual was well over seven feet tall and he was all dark brown in colour. Its hair was of a reasonable length. I've never seen this thing again anywhere in Scotland and up to now, I've only confided in my partner. I thought these creatures existed in other areas of the world, but not here, not in the UK. I know unequivocally what I saw, and it's still clear in my mind as if it happened only yesterday. There were rumours of sheep and cattle disturbances in that area from the farmhands and the land managers, but I've heard of no sightings of any large hairy creatures in that area of Scotland, he said. If only you knew. I worked as a civil servant for many years and I've experienced some strange, crazy stuff. But I must admit that this was a big surprise to me. Now, just north of this account is the well-known Carmelie accounts. And one of those accounts was also in winter and it only happened a few years ago. Footprints in the snow, 2012, 2013. I would like to report an experience I had a few years ago now. I never really told anyone about it because, you know, talking about Bigfoot makes you a crazy person in some people's minds. But I just recently found out that there have been two other sightings of a creature like this near a quarry, not too far from me, just outside of Carmelie. And I live very near there. It was during the winter of 2012, 2013, and if you recall, that was a very intense winter. In Lee, the snow was a foot deep on the flat ground, many feet deep in the snowdrifts. I was walking the family dog down a dirt track that provides access to a stretch of farm plots. Now, this land stretches between the main road and it's through an area and a wooded area further up, and then that stretches further south. About a little further than halfway down the road, I saw what appeared to be an extremely large footprint in the snow. It was slightly softened by snowfall, but it was clear enough to make out and that it was a bare foot shape rather than a shoe or a boot shaped print. And this footprint was maybe one and a half times the length of my boot. This made it, by my judgment, a little longer than a foot and a half in length. Judging by the way it was orientated, it seemed that whatever left it must have been walking from the field on one side to the field on the other. 
it looked like whoever had left the print was putting sideways across the road. Considering that the road was at that point maybe four feet across due to the snowdrift and there was only one footprint on it, the creature that left it must have been quite large. I tried to see if there were any more footprints around, but I couldn't find any. I think this might have been because the snow that would normally fall on the footprint was being blown into drifts on either side of the path. So this print was slightly more protected as it was being snowed out less than the other footprints. And it remained clear while the others were hidden or covered by falling snow, perhaps. As strange as this was, I deemed that it was probably nothing to worry about. I reasoned it could have been caused by any number of things. So I left it and I continued on. Once I reached the wooded area at the end of the road, the scenario became very intense. The area also had a lot of low, scrubby brushes. And with the snow on, these bushes were about five foot tall, coming up to about my neck. Once me and the dog got to the wooded area, the dog reacted badly. She seemed to have seen something before I did, and she began barking and lunging, similar to the other Carmelia reports. Before I saw the creature, I heard it. I heard a sort of deep, long, ooh, sound, which caused the dog to stop barking and start squeaking and whining in fright. Finally, just before I was about to turn and leave for the sake of the dog, and frankly for my own sake, I witnessed this great, big creature. It rose from behind one of the bushes. It stood easily three heads over the top of the bush, and it seemed disproportionately wide at the shoulders and neck, and it was almost black in colour. Now, the snow also seemed to glint off its eyes, making them pop out at me slightly more than, say, a regular human's would. Now, while the visibility was slightly damaged by the snow, this creature was only maybe five metres in front of me, and it still dwarfed me. And it was at this point that the dog took off and I took off after it, and I didn't look back. Since then, I've tentatively returned to the road, but I haven't seen any trace of any creature. Now, I generally don't buy into these sort of things, but I suppose something like this only needs to happen once to convince you. Regardless, I've never told this story, and I'm only now revealing it due to the discovery of the other stories at Carmelay. Perhaps there's something in this area that we haven't discovered yet. Now, as we move from the wilds of Scotland, we return to the area where all this began for me. But today, we won't be visiting my sighting report, as that happened in late spring, early summer, many years ago in 1982. Now, there's a more recent report from 2017, which happened in winter, around about four miles away from Beulil, as the crow flies. It was reported by father and son in the area of Drinkwater Park. Now, Drinkwater Park is a nature reserve that is connected to two other nature reserves, both of which have reports of a strange, hairy, upright, ape-like creature. I say it was our latest report. 
because this week that changed when a report came in from a man who was new to the area. This gentleman found me after witnessing what he described as the Bigfoot-type creature in the early hours of the morning in January 2020. He did what most people do and Google Bigfoot and added the name of his town. He came across my site and made this report through email. A weird bulky man or a Salford Bigfoot. Hi Deborah, I just did a Google search for Bigfoot and the town of Salford and your name popped up at the top of the page. I did the search because the other night, about 3, 3.30, I went to the window in the flat that I live in. I wasn't looking for anything in particular, but as I was looking out, I could see across the road from me. I kid you not, there was what looked like a large Bigfoot creature loping up the road. I don't know if it was a huge guy jogging with lots and lots of layers on and he was going strangely the way he moved up the road. His movements were odd. He didn't look like he was straightening his legs in between strides. He had arms that were dangling down at the side with a big head on the fellow. But it's really dark here so it's hard to see him clearly. I had a chat with the witness and I said to him, you know, I've spent a lot of nights in Salford and you do see some strange things. And he said, yeah, I know that, Debbie, but I wouldn't have reported it if it hadn't stood out as strange. He said he came up the road and then he took a left at the top near the underpass from the looks of it. Now, if he did that, he would be moving towards Drinkwater Park. Now, he says, I only moved here last March, so I'm not familiar with his Salford. But I can tell you that I was just like, I was lost for words and I don't surprise easily. Now that was either one giant dude or a fit guy running up this road in a costume in the middle of the night. Or it could well have been a Bigfoot creature because that's what it looked like. From the little I know of the area, it looks like there's a park down that road and there are trees and lots of open land around there. Either way, I figured you deserved a heads up at least. It really is dark here and the street light is off across the road so I couldn't say for certain either way. But that was one big wide dude who was loping up this road like he was on a mission. I'm surprised he didn't have a heart attack if it was just a bloke. Now he was running up the road on one side and then he crossed over the intersection just past the underpass and took a left down that long road next to the motorway. I would have just put it down to, say, a huge rugby player or something. But his run was really strange. The lack of him straightening his knees between strides and the way his arms were dangling down. Plus, he had a huge head that looked pretty hairy and it really stood out to me. It's the last thing you'd expect to see in Salford. I don't think I've ever seen anyone running with dangling arms before, though. And for such a big guy to move up that incline, I imagine he would have to be super healthy or risking a heart attack going up this long hill. I weigh 15 stone and I'm 5'10", and he was far bigger than me. When I see others jogging past here, they look like thin sticks compared to that guy or that creature. If I see him again and he's just a huge bloke, I'll mail you back and let you know. But it was strange enough for me to think about it for a few days 
and do a Google search to see if by any chance anything like that had been seen around here. I really was expecting to get zero results for it, I must admit. I think there's a park around the corner, but I'm not sure how big it is or how far it goes back. There are some pretty big roads around here from the looks, but I'm not familiar with this area at all. So I really couldn't guess at how accessible it would be to get to deeper woodlands. I'd be surprised if there would be enough food in the forest around here to sustain such a big creature, a big guy like the fellow I saw. But honestly, I don't have enough information on it all to judge. After seeing your report and video and your own experience, I thought I'd drop you a quick message and give you a heads up. From the size of that guy, I would say, be careful. Now, the road this gentleman is talking about is over a mile long, top to bottom. The park my experience happened on, and is the park that he mentioned, it's just a short walk away. The road is on a very steep incline. The docks are at the very bottom, and at the top of the road is part of the Pennine Fault. So you have two steep valleys, one in either side of a peak, and where this happened is right on the top of that peak. So... <clears throat> once he goes over that peak, he's going to hit two steep river valleys with rivers and streams that just meet up with him and they've run all the way up to the top of the Pennines. Um, I can't say if this chap saw the same thing as me. How could I? I wasn't standing there looking out of his window, watching the world blow, you know? I used to do that myself not too long after my experience. I'd watch the road all night, waiting for sun to come up. Can't tell you the amount of times I've done that. I did see some very strange things out there at night, but I was three, you know, four floors up, I was safe. I saw things that were human and non-human. How long will it be before the next person sees him or his kind? Now, if these creatures move at times when we are asleep, or when the weather keeps us inside. Then as the world becomes more and more isolated, and we're forced to spend more and more time indoors, will these sightings increase? Will there be a flip in the balance? Will we become the creatures who rarely venture outside? Good night, everyone.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.